Good morning. It's an itty bitty grand day today. And this is Debbie Montgomery Johnson coming to you from Stand Up and Speak Up. Today's show is a little different. We're launching a book on December 8th called Itty Bitty Experts Book from WPN, Women's Prosperity Network. This is a different kind of a book. Susie Pruden Publishing, and I want you to look up Susie Pruden. She is an expert in so many things and has done so many things in her life. But she is a member of Women's Prosperity Network, another one of those friends of mine who I haven't met in person. But she brought to us an opportunity to publish in one of her itty bitty books. This is the cliff notes of books. It's really exciting. For me, I've been part of several books. I've written my own. I've been a collaborator in some. But this one was different. And I jumped on it when I heard about it because I'm at a pivotal time in my life where I'm moving a little bit away from the woman behind the smile to the woman with the smile. And I'm owning my company, benfocomplete.com. It's a business. We provide a vitamin supplement for those with neuropathy, typically people with diabetes or they've been through cancer treatments. And I've hidden over the years because I felt like it was my late husband's company. I've had it for 12 years. He had it for eight it's time for me to own the company. And I got brave with the itty bitty book because it's two pages. It's a brief synopsis. And I spoke about how our product benfotemine is being studied for Alzheimer's disease, which is considered by researchers to be type three diabetes. So this was my opportunity in a little bitty way, itty bitty way to spread my wings and go into something a little bit new for me. And I'm excited. So today, our show is about a couple of itty-bitty authors, Anna Brooks and Peggy Lee Hansen, and we're going to be presenting to you the Itty Bitty Women's Prosperity Network Expert Entrepreneur's Book. Enjoy the show. It's a beautiful day in paradise, and this is Debbie coming to you from sunny South Florida, and I'm so excited today. Today is a different kind of a show. It is a stand-up and speak-up show, but it is about a new little book called An Itty Bitty, and I should say it's about an itty bitty book, that the Women's Prosperity Network and Susie Pruden um, combined and collaborated with 15 authors that are members of Women's Prosperity Network. And I'm so excited because I'm one of them, have been with WPN for a few years, but I'm bringing to you my good friend, Peggy Lee Hansen, and my new friend, Ms. Anna M. Brooks. And Peggy Lee is coming to us from New York. Albany, New York. New York. And Anna's coming to us from Colorado. And both those girls are cold. So Very. <laughs> welcome, Let ladies. Welcome the teams this morning. And actually, we just talked to one of our friends up in New Jersey, and she said it's around freezing up there. So, you guys, it's 80-something degrees down here in Florida, and I'm having a great old day, and uh, all's good. No, Mike. Okay. So, welcome. You both are new authors coming out. Okay. Here's the, here's, there's no spoiler alert, because this came out yesterday on, on Wow Wednesday. We are launching the Itty Bitty Women's Prosperity Network entrepreneur experts book on december 8th next thursday and just number one there's going to be more oh yeah yeah this is the first we're the pioneers of this (laughs) compilation book 
So Women Prosperity Network ladies, just wait, you'll have your opportunity. I know that they've already started to fill up number two. So we'll get into more, into that a little bit. Who of you knew Susie Pruden before this opportunity came up? If you did, how'd you know her? I, I met Susie Pruden through an organization called Joint Venture Directory. And, uh, and we reached out to each other. We just meshed. And so we've known each other um, a year, almost two years. Okay. Peg, how about you? Um, I first met Susie probably about eight months ago when she joined uh, the WPN's Momentum Group. And, um, and then this came about and of course just had to say yes. So I kind of sort of knew her before jumping into the book. Same with me. I saw her on a, on a WPN mastermind or a momentum uh, meeting and she started talking about things. So I, I always like to Google people. <laughs> That's my business. <laughs> Find out who they are. And I was really amazed at the wealth of information and the things she's done. I think yesterday she said she's going to be 80. The things she's done in her lifetime and all the little ins and outs and pivots that she's made, the ups and downs, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I need to have her on my show. She's in California. It's really early in the morning to do a show at nine o'clock Eastern time. But when I heard about the opportunity, also like you, Peg, I jumped on it. And you've written books, Peg, you're a publisher. Why did you feel the urge to do this? The inspiration, not the urge. Um, and you, you just said it because I am a publisher. Um, I know how important it is to get your message out, not just once, not just twice, but in many different ways that you possibly can. And my message is that everybody needs to share their story, whatever it is, whether it's a memoir, whether it's part of your business strategy, whatever it is, people need you. And so you know, uh, people are waiting to hear what you have to say. So don't wait, don't make them wait any longer. And for that is getting all the books that you possibly can jump on those compilation books. Um, they are done so differently. And that's another reason why I wanted, I wanted to see what Susie's process is, because I know that I don't know everything. And from being inside this process, Susie and I are learning from each other, which is fantastic. And I, I just love being inside this space with other people with the same mindset and um, of knowing that sharing people's wisdom and expertise really is key for success. And Anna, I don't know if you've written other books before, but this is your first I've written some articles, been published that way, but never a book. So what was what was the inspiration for you to jump in on this one? Well, I'll say that WPN was my inspiration for jumping in on this book. Um, we live in an environment where information, getting information is like drinking from a fire hose, you know, full blast, everything coming at you like this. And, um, and of course, you know, some of us don't really learn our our entrepreneurship until after the age of 40 plus. <laughs> and, uh, and that kind of environment is kind of scary. But I've learned through momentum and the little trainings and stuff that we do there is that a little goes a long way. 
And I believe that. I believe that, you know, be brief, be, be brief, be brief. And Itty Bitty Books allows us to share our golden nuggets with a lot of people enough to, you know, you can take this little book with you and, and sit at the doctor's office. You can listen to it in the car and get little nuggets and absorb them and repeat them over and over again. And that's that's the magic of an itty bitty book is that it is in like eating an elephant one bite at a time. Well, and it is interesting too, because I found in my business that people have an attention span of a gnat, not to be derogatory, but we want to think, we want to have things fast. Uh, I was mentioning this to my son the other day, who's gotten into YouTube shorts and is getting thousands and thousands of views. And I'm like, how in the world do you do that? But they're less than a minute. They are so fast. And, and I heard Susie talk about this, that, you know, when you're reading a book and I love to read a book book, I'll sit there with a highlighter that the itty bitties are the highlights. They're not the whole book. They are the highlights. Exactly. We're the highlights. And yesterday she said something on, on the Wow Wednesday call with Nancy Matthews about this allows people to become known in a small, in a, in a different way. And so Peggy, how, how is this going to help you to become more known as a publisher, as a book author, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, because in the short two pages that we are uh, afforded inside the itty bitty book, it gives, it does, and you said this earlier on the a video that you had released, it's the Cliff Notes version. And it's easy for some people to see the, the five elements of writing of, is what I talk about, plus the, the alcove method to invite your reader into um, your writing, into what to, you have to say. It just gives you a quick overall overview, I should say, of, of what I have to offer, of what I teach. And so if any of that resonates with the reader, then they can see, oh, I want more of that. You know, and, and so that's what's going to help. Like the, the cliff notes version, the highlight version, whatever it is, it's quick. I, I call it quick and dirty. And so that there's so many topics inside this book, you can get a wealth of information very quickly. Mm -hmm. so. Anna, what did you write about? I actually, um, as I said, I believe brief is more. Uh, I actually wrote about time management, blocking, uh, time blocking your calendar, mastering your calendar. It's extremely important to, we know that the, there are books on habits. We know that there are books on habits, doing the same, doing things on a regular basis in small amounts builds bigger results. We know that. But you will notice that every master in their field has a calendar, if not two or three, that they use to help streamline their process. And that's what I help companies do is streamline your process. If you can master your calendar, you can master your business. <laughs> I laugh at that because I have a 17 by 24 calendar on my desk. I have one on my phone. I have one hanging in my bathroom. And if they don't all mix and match, then I miss something. 
And now I'm adding my mom's appointments to my stuff. And I was like, okay, I can't take you to the doctor because that day I have five calls or give me a date that I can take you. So it's really interesting. Um, And I love the topic. The title of yours is called Too Many Hats, Not Enough Time. Yeah. Boy, that sums all of us up and up. (laughs) (laughs) We all like to know how to make as much as we can out of what little time we do have. And uh, mixing your personal and your professional calendar is very, very wise. And color blocking makes that a lot easier. Well, and it's also, it comes down to prioritizing, which is what we all do every single day, sometimes better than others, but you can get distracted really easily too. And if you have it on your calendar, every night you view your calendar, you figure out the details for tomorrow, what's important, you, you color block them, you pull those files and the next morning you start your day. And some people do it in the morning. Hey, there's no wrong right way what works for you. But I carried color, color blocking into my business, my file folders, color blocked. So I can find a file for a particular area just by looking, I can pull that file. So even if you're a pile person, you can pull a color and know you're in the right place. Yeah, that's really interesting because I'm really organized and I have color files, but they're not coded. I just picked, I just pulled the next one out. They have the same color blocking as my calendar. Wow. Well, there's my aha moment. Look at that. A little golden nugget. See, there's that itty bitty golden moment, golden nugget. And that's the thing, Peg. So in your book, you're actually your chapter. You teach a lot about writing. I do. I do. What's the nugget? Give me a nugget here that we're going to see in the itty bitty. Well, there's five elements of what I consider to how to write robust content. Um, So the the, the nugget is that once, once you learn and implement these five elements, you can write very quickly. And so that you don't have to worry about, okay, so what am I going to, how am I going to start this out? What do I need to talk about? You know, what's the flow? And so I give you the flow of of the steps of the elements inside any good article, any good book, any good speech, any good post, social media post to help you do that. And um, uh one thing that I've got coming up to help people, you know, get that done is that uh, one of the, the testimonials that I received is that after learning this, uh, these elements, one of my um, testimonials came in as that she wrote three articles in like record time because she used this, uh, the element list. I'm excited to see that because uh, you and I have uh, uh, worked together. We actually did the audible of my book, The Woman Behind the Smile. And that was a fascinating um, experience for me to go back and forth with the chapters. And I think the coolest thing that we did in that book was put the podcast element in between the chapters. Yes, yes, that was that was so great. That was a wonderful idea that you had. And I'm so honored that I was able to help you with that. And so there is, and that's one thing that I believe there's not a right or a wrong way of how to get your message out there. Because a lot of people don't realize that 
that you can do any kind of audio on Audible. All you need is just the files and get them up there, you know, record them and put them up and you can have any kind of book that you want. And, you know, the, the, there's going to be an Audible about for this itty bitty book. Mm -hmm. And it's not a huge book, but each one of the authors is going to read their own chapter, albeit, you know, it's short, it's two pages long and but you're going to hear our voice and that's what's really important for people to hear also is to hear the conversation inside your voice to hear the expertise in your voice if you've ever been to like an open mic night for poetry or a, a book signing where the author will read his or her own work no one can read that better than the author so I'm very excited for the Audible portion of this book to come out. And just as I was so very excited when your Audible version was put put up on audible.com. So Well, and that was amazing. And I know my podcast is actually on Audible. So there are so many ways. Uh, and the reason we did it is, is I think you and I talked earlier. I, I love Brene Brown. And I have read her books. I listened to them on Audible, but there was one that somebody else read. It wasn't her. And mm -hmm. I didn't get through it because I, I knew what her voice sounded like. Anna, are you like that too? When you, Do you listen to Audible books? And, and how do you feel about being putting the itty bitty on Audible? I'm very excited about it. Um, as, a, as a novice writer for books, um, going through the process and, and following the guidelines and everything, I, I kept wanting to, to put, you know, exclamation points, capital letters or something, you know, to intimate what I wanted to express. And when Susie came up with the audible suggestion, I was just so excited because I believe that when you hear a person's voice, when you see them, you make a connection that you can't make with a piece of paper or um, a book. Absolutely. A book, so however, I'm a big reader. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too. Now I'm trying to figure out, you know, which ones are really important to keep and which ones not, because I've got so many. And uh, and it's, it's uh, I love them all. I might just take a picture of them and put them in an album. Uh, but this is really important to to have the, the opportunity to get it out. Anna, did you find the process was, how did you find it? Easy, hard, challenging, fun? Well, I'm I'm used to working independently. I run seven operations from my from my home office, so I'm I'm not used to um, the editing process. So at first, it was a little uncomfortable for me. Like, how dare you change my words? But in the process I've learned that the way that you write isn't always the way that you say things. And you want to get your point across. And, and they have some amazing editors. And I'm sure Peggy Lee knows some great editors. Um, they were kind enough to work with me. It was a quick process once I figured out what I was doing. It was quick and easy. Peg, how about you? As, mm -hmm. as an editor yourself, the process for the itty bitty is different. It was different. The whole thing, the whole entire process was different. So uh, to me, it was not just the editing, but also the creation of the content inside my chapter. Um, I have been part of another compilation series uh, 
from my my writing mentor way back in the day, back in 2009. I've been with her ever since, and I have been writing a book with her every year. And so I have a second compilation book that will be coming out later in December. So I'll have two compilation books coming out that I help co-author. And um, for hers, we write only 200 words for our chapter. No more. Well, we can't do any more, but we can do write less, but we cannot go over that 200 word mark. And for anybody that that is a writer, the words just keep pouring out. And how in the heck can you pare down a story to 200 words? So this was fun for me because I had to take, let's say, a 200 word explanation of what I do and, and the process that I do. and chunk it down even further into the highlights, into the bullet points, into the cliff notes of, of what I do and what my expertise is in. Um, so that was, it was fun for me. It was, I remember opening up the document and seeing how the thing was going to be. And it was just like, how the heck am I going to do this? Because it was so foreign to me, but I took, but I really liked that it was foreign and different for me because it's just another way of doing things. And I don't, and that's why I'm really enjoying my time with Susie and being a part of this process is because it's a whole nother way. There's not just, and it follows in what I believe is that there's more than one way to skin a cat is the, the old saying, you know, and, and sorry for the cat lovers. I am too. I probably choose probably should have chosen a different analogy on that. But, it, you know, it, it's true. And to Anna's point, what she said earlier, um, it, it's about the, the information. And because be, brief is better. And when I was learning the instructional design in the training department at uh, Northwest Airlines back in the day of, you know, getting content out to our students that were going to be learning from the training department, we learned something called information mapping. And that was taking this large idea and chunking it down into bit size, bite sized pieces so that the student, the reader, could better and faster comprehend the material. So it was, you know, they didn't have to waste an hour to get their training when they could do it in 25 minutes and have more targeted and focused words and concepts to read. It's almost like having a frequently asked questions section. You yes. Know, each chapter, two pages is not, it's actually not even the questions. It's, it's frequently asked information or here's information you're going to frequently ask questions about in a very brief place because I know for me writing this was it was it was a real leap because I had written a lot about the women behind the smile I've been the poster child for so much of the online relationship fraud over the years it's very easy for me to do that I have a company that was my husband's company my late husband's company and I've hidden behind that because it was his company and even though I went into women's prosperity network this is, it was a crazy story. I had gone down to speaker training to learn how to speak more better about the company. And over the weekend, I had transitioned into the woman behind the smile. And then all my focus went on building up the woman behind the smile, which has been a fabulous time 
for me the last six years doesn't pay the bills. It's my passion. It's something I, I am an advocate for. But I've also over the years realized that the products that we provide through our company assist families who live are living with neuropathy, diabetes, cancer, whatever. And I was like, now my focus is on how do we get the information out about the company? And it was just recently studied, uh, it's being studied uh, for Alzheimer's disease and, and slowing the progression of Alzheimer's. And I, when this book came out or when the opportunity came out and Susie and I were talking, she said, Deb, you're the expert in the woman behind the smile. You're the expert in what your company does because you've been doing it for 19 years, 18 years, you know, 12 on your own. But nobody knows about that. Even the WPN girls, most people do not know about my business. And so many people have diabetes in their family. And I'm thinking, I lived with a diabetic. I was suffering that imposter syndrome. I don't have it. And I don't know what it's all about until I heard someone say, cancer doctors talk about cancer all the time and they don't have it. And I'm like, that's true. We can talk about things that we don't personally have, but that we've lived with. I lived with a diabetic for 26 years or however many years he had it. I know what it's like to be the family member that doesn't talk about it, that doesn't, you know, that changes where we go to dinner because dad can't have such and such or looks at him and says, you shouldn't be eating that, but I can't say anything. So when I got the opportunity from Susie to, to jump on this, I'm like two pages, you can do it, get brave, you know, step out. And then that pivoted, that was a pivot for me in what I'm going to do for the company. I'm like, this is cool. Part of me still is like a little bit, but it's okay. It's like you guys, right? Mm -hmm. okay. Be brave, make that pivot. And and on Wow Wednesday, you know, to to plug that show again, you know, it is saying yes to that opportunity because you never know what's going to happen next. And so, like you saying yes to this opportunity and not talking about the woman behind the smile, but stepping into your Benful Complete company, you know, you had no idea that was going to happen. And look now of where you are going. You are growing and going in the direction that you are meant to. And it's all the process. Everything is a process. Everybody so whenever, go ahead, Anna, sorry. Everybody you keep talking. Yeah. Everybody has a path and yeah. it's not the same as anyone else's, but it's just as important to millions of people to know about your path and to experience it. And women are, are starting to come out and talk about their experiences and expose that inner self that we've keep, kept hidden for many, many years. And um, it's one of the things I love about WPN and Itty Bitty is that we're learning the techniques to share properly mm -hmm. to to share our hearts and our passions and when you're on that path it's amazing how the obstacles start moving away mm -hmm. you just you find your way because it's that important to you yeah. and i want to mention yeah, go ahead. I may, because i'm i'm not sure how long this program is oh we have an hour to okay. <laughs> all right then i'll save this for later Peggy Lee was ha had something to say, and I want to hear it because this is a wise woman. And I, like my, <laughs> I like wise birds in case you can't tell. 
Well, thank you for that, Anna. I really appreciate that. Now, if I could remember where, where I was heading for that, you know, because a lot of it's in the moment. So you need my Benfo. It's going to help with our, our senior moments. Yeah. You know, oh, it was the yes, it was the yes to opportunity with, with books. And I have seen that with my authors a lot because they start out writing. When I take them through my compilation book process, they write the chapter and because of the techniques and tools that I give my authors and writers, just like Susie does, they find out, you know, this isn't so bad. This is this is kind of easy because I, I give 30 days for my authors to write their chapter. And I think that's what, what we kind of had with Susie too. But two pages of bullet points is different than 3,000 words that I have my authors write. So they get a chance to tell their whole entire story inside the book for what I do. And so once they learn the process, you know, at the beginning, they were like us, like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do this? This looks like really hard, you know, getting, but it's all, it kind of works all the same, which I'm really surprised. And now I know being inside of Susie's process and starting you know, over basically from the the scratch of things and seeing more of being more aware of what my authors go through at the beginning. And and now they, after 30 days, they say, I can't believe I did this, you know, and it looks great. And that's what we're all saying here with the itty bitty. This has turned out really, really well for the effort that we put into. And so you have to be with the the right person also, you know, the the right leader, the, the the one that will get you across the finish line. But where I, and where I want to go with this too, is that once you do one thing, it's easier to say yes to the next thing. I've had several of my compilation chapter authors step into their full entire book. And so it's just been, it's amazing to see that. So for anyone out there that is listening, you know, debating, you know, you've been approached of somebody coming in and say, you know, I think you really should tell your story and, you know, and write your story. And it's just like, well, I'm not a writer. Well, that may be true, but find somebody that can help you be the writer. And there, there's many of us out there. And especially with inside now the WPN umbrella, there's like seven, eight, nine of us that are publishers. And each one of us does something a little bit different and takes you through a little bit of different process. There is somebody out there that you can help or that, that can help you, you know, get your story out and just say yes to the opportunity, go find someone that can help you do it and, and see what happens next. Who knew? I had no idea that when I created my first compilation book back in 2017, that I had, would have five more volumes coming out. I'm working on getting the, the seventh volume together. So, I mean, you just never know what's going to happen. You don't know. And, and I've worked with three of the publishers at WPN so far with three different projects and books, each one completely different. Uh, but it also led to writing in Positive Tribe magazine for Candy Parker. And for me, that's fun because that's a monthly way to just get the word out, get what I'm feeling out. And that's a completely different process than in Susie's book. 
Uh, so it's it's just a way of expressing who you are in different ways and just being brave. Because I always say that you're not may not be writing for the masses. I'm writing for one person. If I can make the difference in one person's life, then that was the goal. That was the goal. And Anna, you do that in in, in all your businesses too. Um, I, I was looking on your you know your your extensive resume of things. And <laughs> So how will this book help you be the one, as Nancy Matthews puts it out there, be the one for someone looking for time management or business, you know, legal business, whatever? Our, our, um, our company is actually about uh, streamlining a small business. We know that small businesses need big business tools and can't afford them. And a lot of small businesses don't know that there are new apps and, and new formats that can actually provide them with it a comprehensive operating system that the big companies have by renting it instead of buying it. Hmm. So you're not hiring a lot of people. So I focus in that area, help a company streamline their business so we can systemize it, build a flowchart, automate it. So pretty soon the company's working for you instead of you working at it. And that's what, you know, we find the two simple tools at small business prices that you can implement. And I mean, I took my operating costs from well over $700 a month to less than 150 by using these systems. Wow. So how, how, can use that. how are you going to use the itty bitty book to get your word out? I'm using it because streamlining, mastering your calendar is the key to, to your entire life, whether it's professional or personal time management, being overwhelmed, having everything come at you and, and knowing when you get up in the morning, there's so much you've got to get done and, and writing to-do lists here and there. Mastering your calendar is the key habit for all successful people. And they talk about it, they write books about it, but I keep it simple. And I know a small business owner needs to keep it simple because they're running a life besides a business. And we just simplify, simplify, simplify to the point where you can automate. Will this be more of a calling card for you or? A, a... No, I'm actually going to be, uh, these are actually going, these books are going into um, libraries, community colleges, and business organizations to um, introduce the service and to expose people to products and services that they don't know currently are available. Like you can see on my name here, it says AnnaMbrooks.com. That's actually a digital business card. Hmm. And on December 8th, there will be a button on there that says, buy the itty bitty book here. And all you have to do is click on that. It'll take you right in to where you need to buy. No friction. You don't have to go through a website. The um, itty bitty women's prosperity network Experts book will actually have its own QR code published in the book. So when you click on that QR code or take the photograph of it, it will take you to that digital business card. And it has a list of all the chapters, the names of the authors. And when you click that button, it'll take you to that author's information. See, that's the amazing thing for me is the technology that's involved in this little itty bitty book. The QR code itself, I, I just learned learning. I've been learning about that in the last six months. I was at a business meeting and someone said, oh, yeah, well, LinkedIn, you can go to LinkedIn here and you can get your QR code. I'm like, what? Walk me through it. So for me, the value was 
having the 15 authors and Susie and her team and walking us through the process. Because I like you, Peg, when I first got the, the chapter, I'm thinking, I've written books. How in the world do I do this? I wanted to see a copy of someone's. You know, I wanted to, because that's how I learned. I wanted to see it, I wanted to feel it, touch it. And then once I figured it out, I dove right into it and then it was easy. You know, I didn't, the editing was a very simple process for me because I'd done so much writing. But initially it was like, hey, you guys, explain this, explain this process. And so someone had asked how we, how we got involved. Well, we got involved through Women's Prosperity Network, but I believe it's the, uh, you guys, I don't know if you have Susie's um, email or the website right offhand. I think it's itty-bitty-publishing.com. There you go, itty-bitty-publishing.com. And it talks about that. And uh, I know Women's Prosperity Network is going to do volume two. It's already, people are already signing up for that. Um, It's just a fabulous way to, in a short, short uh, synopsis, basically, of what you do. It's an opportunity to just make people aware. And there's 15 authors in this first book. So each of us, that are that are in it will now share with our tribes, our groups, uh, and so your message will get out to so many more people. And like I said, it really only needs to get to one person, but you don't know who that one person's going to be. Mm-hmm. Peg, you've met lots mm-hmm. of people through different organizations, and your your influence has gone in different ways. I mean, we've got lots of friends over in the UK. Absolutely. So it's all different organizations. You know, when I first started my business, my whole business was on the the West Coast in California. And but when I stepped into the Women's Prosperity Network, it became South Florida, you know, and and now it's grown to that globally, anywhere, you know, around the around the world. Singapore, I have a friend. Um, So, I mean, it, it, it you just never know once you step into it and and being part of somebody else's book especially you have no idea what reach that's going to have and what impact that is going to have and that's kind of like even the fun thing of that you never know who is going to read your chapter your words of wisdom and that's going to change their life right Exactly like you said, Miss Debbie, if you reach one person and you have an effect on their life, you have done something major that you leave behind. And I really, before WPN, I knew people called me for advice and consultation. But I never, I did not see the value of my 40 years of knowledge and my awards and my you know, TV appearances and all that kind of thing. I I never saw the value of that until I met the women at the Women's Prosperity Network. And um, I know that you have, you're a member of WPN, you have a link, you should share that on your page and on this, on here, so they can go in and, and get a free membership. Check it out. You know, well, that's true. You talk about it all the time. So many of my guests over the last three years have been WPN sisters, and it's been a fabulous way to to you know talk about their organization, but also spread the word about the women. And and there are so many girls. I, Peggy and I were talking to Deborah Morrison about the authors in this book, and I've been a member of WPN for years. There are so many of the women on this list. I had no idea who they were. 
Um, because, you know, our lives ebb and flow. I, some years we do a lot with WPN. Some years we're backing off because we've gotten involved with other people that they've brought in. Mm-hmm. I, Susie and other, you know, Sammy and other things. Um, but we'll round back around. I'm going, we're going to put a plug in for Level Up. Level Up is coming up on December 9th and 10th, I think. Uh, I've been to it multiple times, but I usually go in split personality. This time I'm going in just for the company, just for the things that we're, you know, talking about now. Uh, with the Alzheimer's, with the family diabetes, with the sugar diaries or whatever I'm going to come up with, I'm going to go in more focused. And that's the value of the collaboration with all these terrific ladies is that they see a vision bigger than us. They can see it from the outside uh, because we get so focused on what we're doing, which is funny that this book is so focused because we're pretty laser focused on what we're doing, but the reach is broad. And, And that's what's so wonderful about this particular compilation is that there are women that are standing up and speaking up about what they've learned over their lives. They're making that pivot. They're making that change. They're making that one influence, uh, influential change in their life that not only will impact them and their families, but everybody around them. We don't realize that. The energy generated from this book is different because it is women. And it's not about sales. It's not about, you know, let's sell some books. It's about women sharing with other people what their value is, what their passion is, what they can do to help. And that's a different energy than you'll see in most books. And I think that's that's going to contribute to the success. What do you think, Peggy Lee? Mm-hmm. Oh, a- absolutely. It is. I mean, that's the draw that I had with Women's Prosperity Network from the beginning. It was a network of women. It wasn't a networking group. It was a network of women who are striving to do the same thing. And that is to be successful in their business, even though they may not know what their business is going to be when they first step in. I sure as heck didn't. I wouldn't be a publisher, the publisher that I am today without Women's Prosperity Network. If you know Tasha Chen, she or now Tasha Batts, she is she had was the one of the instrumentalists in carving out my path, all because of a small targeted group of women inside the WPN. And I'm sure this happens in other groups too, but you know, this is what I know for for my experience is that you know, I I she knew that I was starting in getting to publish people because people were asking me, well, you did this. Can you help me, you know, publish my book on Kindle? And if so, you know, I'll pay you. So that was my very first publishing gig. I had somebody come up to me and ask me and say, I will pay you if you help me get my book on Kindle. And telling, talking to Tasha about this, we were inside, you know, a a small group of, um, of, uh, masterminding, you know, we, there was like five of us in there. And another woman says, well, I have this dream of publishing my cookbook, but it's not a cookbook. It's more than a cookbook. It's more of her yoga practices and her healthy eating nutrition things that, you know, um, recipes and things that she wanted to get out. And Tasha says, well, I know somebody right here in this group that will do that for you. I never published a real book before, before that. And I said, sure, I can do that. And now 
that was in 2014. So, you know, how many years later, eight years later, you know, here we are, here I am, you know, it with this great publishing company that's created. Um, so again, it, it's just you, when you say yes, you have no idea where God's source universe is going to take you. And, and, and it's a, it's a wonderful journey, you know, and something else, if I can, um, and I, you brought this up, something, um, made me think about, we write the words and yes, we're sharing our words, but the key is, is that once we share our words, it is not up to us how they are received by the reader. We may think that, you know, it's this certain point that we want them to know, but they may pick up on a totally different point. So never worry that your words may not touch somebody. They will. They are meant to. And especially once you get them out there and into the world, they are going to reach the person or the people that need them the most. And they could read it three or four times. And each time it's going to be different because we're at different places every time we read something. Yeah. We need to see something. And that's what, what's cool too, is I heard you talk about this yesterday, uh, Peggy, about the, there could be competition. There's a lot of competition in the world and everybody is trying to, you know, dog eat dog the other one. Uh, that's not what we're about. And it's the collaboration, it's the competition, it's the it's the loving learning that we do. Because I think we're all at that age where we've done a lot of corporate stuff. We've done, we've had multiple lives and now we're at a different spot and things are, are a little more important. Like for me, family is very important uh, and it might move me away from the company for a little bit or, you know, Doing stuff for my parents is is of primary importance to me because they're 88 and 93. I know after Lou died suddenly at 56, 55, that we don't have tomorrow guaranteed. And so if it comes down to my mother and dad or another meeting, well, I'm at a point where I can say mom and dad are, are my priority. When I was 40 or 30 building companies and doing that kind of stuff, I might have said, well, my priority is the business. Well, no one, you know, has that last word saying, I wish I'd spent more time at the office. We wouldn't. So this is what's really wonderful about this too. And, and going back to the book is that it's short and sweet and you can take it in the bathroom. You can take it on an airplane. You know, you can read a little bit uh, and pass it on. And that's the value is we've got 15 ladies plus Susie and Nancy and the WPN, 15 folks that are going to pass out to the world, your message. And that's great. At least one of our messages. At least one. They might not pass out everybody. I mean, I'm looking at the, some of the titles and they may not resonate with me right now, but in six months, eight months, I might be going through something in my life that I'm like, oh, I remember she wrote something about her. I need to reach out to her because what she said in that book is applicable to me today. Exactly. The power of the written word. Absolutely. And once it's out there, Peg, you know this, when it's out there, it's out there. On online, it's out there, good or bad. <laughs> yep. 
It is, you know, and and it, and it's for mostly good because and you just never know. And when you pass that on to somebody, and somebody reads your work, you never know what's going to happen, you know. And I can talk about another story, you know, with the the first volume that I had for the compilation book. Um, it was a, a lawyer. She was from California. She took a trip to um, Cambodia with her daughter, and several years ago, and they were canoeing down whatever river it was at the time. I I think she talked about it in the book. And there was another woman that approached them in her canoe. And she off she wanted asked them if they would buy her baby girl. And it just kind of brought light to a whole nother idea and side of human trafficking. Because people will sell their kids so that they can give them a better life, maybe number one, and number two, so that they can continue living their life because they have no money other than, or anything of worth other than the children that they have. And so the lawyer from that experience has really gotten into the human trafficking side of things, you know, and uh, shedding the light on that. Um and with that, by her reading, uh, sharing her story in that book, another one of the authors inside that book was talking to a friend of hers who was also a lawyer who started talking about the human trafficking issue and said, here, you need to have this, read this book, read this chapter in the book. She had to happen to have a copy, you know, with her and gave it, gave her the book. And so now the two lawyers get together and collaborating became a team, you know, in the tr human trafficking world to make things better, to shed more light on what truly is happening in there. And if they can fix the, the problem of people, of the women of Cambodia, you know, having some sort of income that they don't need to sell their kids to have a life, that's the root of the problem. I never thought about that before, but there's stories. So, you know, it's a little bit deeper than probably what's inside the itty bitty book. But the thing of it is, you never know who's going to listen and read and take up what you have to say by your words. That's why it's really important to share those stories, to share your works, your words of wisdom, your expertise, your strategies, your wisdom. Well, that's why we started Stand Up and Speak Up a couple of years ago, because I found everybody has a story. Everybody has maybe hit rock bottom at some point and realized that I've got to get myself out of this. And then with hope, with love, with support from others, they found a way out and they've made a huge impact in the world because of that one bad misstep, as Deborah Morrison would say. It's not a mistake. It was a misstep. And we all have stories. And the only way to find out about those stories is to talk to each other or to write about it. And that's what, you know, Anna's got stories, Peggy, you got stories, I've got stories. If we didn't talk about it or write about it, no one would ever know. We would go to our deathbed with those stories in our minds. And most people do that. And, and some of them go to bed at night that way, thinking they're the only ones. Exactly. Exactly. And they're not. No one is alone in what they've been through, but they feel it. And unfortunately, I, I, Monday night, my husband and I attended a funeral service for a young guy who's 21 years old, and his parents were devastated. He was, if you look at the outside, it was athlete, student, 
Mr. Charismatic, everything that every parent would dream about. But he had a mental illness that we rarely talk about over the, you know, they do now, the kids do now. But you look at that and you say, what lost potential? He had a story. And his mom wrote something lovely about him later on. And she said, he, his journey, short as it may be, will change the lives of many. Unfortunately, you know, it wasn't a happy ending for him. What his mom will do with this now, I hope, is because it touched my son who could have been in the same situation. He said, now I know that my story, there's a reason for what happened. And I need to share my story so that I can be there for one other young man. That's the point of this whole thing. Our stories are for one person to know that they can do things better in life. They can be more, you know, their lives can be more manageable. They can, they can write their story. They can get help to write their story. They're not alone. There's a support system out there and we're part of it. Mm -hmm. And how exciting. So Miss Anna, last word. This is the fastest hour in town. <laughs> what do you want folks to know? You put this something has been in the experience. <laughs> In your chat, you put something that was important. What did you just write in the chat? That I just put in the chat. About the book. It's always important to keep a copy of your book with you. Um, at least one. Put some in the car, whatever, in your suitcase, in your bag, because you've written that word, and now you are a magnet for people who need those words. And if you have the book on hand, you can share it with them now and not later. Okay. I, just, <laughs> I just, I know that um, Janie Becker uh, works with caregivers. She has an itty bitty book. She keeps it with her. She has a little bookmark as well that she keeps with her. And I bet she averages three or four books a month just because she has become a magnet. Because what you focus on, you get. So keep your book with you. And if you haven't written it yet, get a hold of Susie or Peggy Lee. Yeah, find a publisher. Get started because your words can change a life. There you go. Miss Peg? Mm -hmm. how, I, how I generally wrap things up is someone is waiting to hear what you have to say. Don't wait them. Don't make them wait any longer. There you go. Thank you, ladies. This is so true. I'm grateful for the opportunity that we all have had with the itty bitty and the Women's Prosperity Network Expert Entrepreneurs Edition coming out December 8th. We're going to have a really fun launch for that. It will go international. I know that we're going to you know, affect one person here in the States, one person in England, one person in, the U in uh, New Zealand, wherever it goes. We've seen stuff written about me in Nigeria of all places. So once it's out there, guys, it'll be out there for the world to see. It has its own path. It does. Mm -hmm. Like Sammy Blindell said, it, there's this ripple. You know, we're just tossing the rock in and then it's the ripple. And uh, we will make a ripple with this book. And it's it's exciting to have been part of it. Thank you so much for being here with me today and getting the word out about it. And uh, next Thursday, we'll be launching it next Thursday. So thank you, ladies, so much. Anna, how can people get a hold of you? I know that it's AnnaMBrooks.com. Is that the best way? Yeah, all of my links are there. You can reach me there. But anyone who's watching who is interested in playing with the digital business card, Facebook page, your free digital business card, your free digital biz card, 
um, and Free is spelled FR33 for distinction. <laughs> Go there. Let's let us give you a, a digital business card to play with. I was so shocked. I studied the cards for a long time and uh, even bought a few. Uh, this this particular company has made it so easy for everyone to have an online presence. Well, I want to send people through you. So it's AnnaMBrooks.com. Miss Peg, how can people find out about your publishing? You can start with PeggyLeeHanson.com. There you go. That's a great start. And for the book, Itty Bitty, it's ItbittyPublishing.com. Google Susie Pruden, find out who she is. Google Women's Prosperity Network, womensprosperitynetwork.com. Find out who Nancy Matthews, Trish Carr, and Susan Winter are, the three sisters. They've impacted our lives for the good. And women's, you know, the womanbehindthesmile.com or benfocomplete.com. This today is a sales minute. And uh, we're really grateful that we could be here because we are women entrepreneurs making a difference in the world and we're standing up and speaking up. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you so much, Debbie, for the opportunity. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Stand Up and Speak Up. We are dedicated to encouraging you to remove the mask of embarrassment and to being your best self. If you are the victim of a scam or cybercrime, please visit againstscams.org for assistance and guidance about options and recovery. SCARS, the Society of Citizens Against Relationship Scams, is an incorporated nonprofit crime victims assistance organization based in Miami, Florida, supporting scam victims worldwide. If you can, make a small donation to help victims around the world receive the help they need. This episode has been sponsored by BenfoComplete.com, a vitamin supplement company that supports happy and healthy hands and feet for those with neuropathy. If you or anyone you know struggles with the pins and needles or numbness in their hands and feet, check out our Benfoteaming products at BenfoComplete.com. Use the special code STANDUP for a 5% discount on your purchase. Again, thank you for being with us today. Go to my website, The Woman Behind the Smile, for additional resources and information. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and enjoy the replays. My books are all available on Amazon.com and Audible, and I encourage you to join us again. Have a great day.